Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Stargaze, Offset 2023, Carbon and Climate, and Cosmos Zero Discussion. Let's take a listen. Uh, welcome, Sarah. Welcome, Will. Um, I think we're ready to start right now. I think more people roll on in. Um, why don't we uh, go ahead and start with introducing uh, who you guys are? Cool. I suppose I can go first. Um, I'm Will. I'm from the Texas Panhandle. I uh, yeah love rivers and springs, and ours is a very semi-arid environment, and the few that we have are in really bad shape. Um, I've been around kind of ag business my whole life. Very recently, like within the last two or three years, we started to see these carbon credit generation agreements and people making offers and so really did a deep dive into this marketplace and got pretty frustrated and disappointed and that kind of uh you know like fed my interest in DeFi and refi and uh yeah here we go um i work with uh, a guy scott pirate or that's his twitter name and uh, we founded Oklahoma life uh, about a year ago um and scott and and his crew kind of put together um, some NFT projects on Stargaze, of course. And that's how we got to know the Stargaze community. And then in April, he put together, um, yeah, Prop 25, which was, hey, let's make Stargaze carbon negative and buy our estimated emissions footprint and retire it. And so, uh, yeah, I think it's kind of funny. I've gotten to witness all this and uh, happy to help. Cool. Great, uh, great uh, meeting you, Will and uh, Sarah. Hey, what about yourself? Hey, y'all. I am Sarah, um, Team Region Network Director of Ecosystem. So, I have been supporting validators trying to figure out their carbon footprints for about a year and a half, um, and their original work about how the heck do they figure that out themselves evolved into this Cosmos Zero campaign. Which last year, Stargaze, you know, offset their 2022 emissions. Um, and Osmosis made a commitment last year to do so as well. So I'm really here to just kind of answer questions and help folks understand, you know, how this initiative arose and who's involved um, and why it's important and how it works and see how I can be resourceful to the Stargaze community who is considering 2023 offsetting um, in the current market conditions. So thanks for having me. And, you know, I'm just here to be a resource. So please feel free to ask me any question whatsoever. Great. Thanks a lot. Um, I think we'll let's go ahead and start with the very bare bones for people who are not really familiar with region, um, what you guys do, your mission statement um, and how we got into the the NCT carbon credit game. Sure. So Region Network is one of many blockchains in the Cosmos ecosystem. Our engineering team since 2019 has been the lead maintainer of the Cosmos SDK. 
So if your tech uses Cosmos SDK, we probably built it. Um, but Regen Network, the app chain itself, um, it's its own community. And what our goal is, is to build the technical infrastructure for carbon markets and ecological asset markets. Overall, carbon is a financial commodity. And what we are trying to do is to create a transparent blockchain system that allows for projects like what Will is describing, where there's people in a place restoring a piece of land for them to use real science, real aeroscience to determine, you know, how much carbon has been sunk by planting trees, how much water has been improved quality wise because of the project, et cetera, et cetera. And to produce those assets as digital assets on the blockchain that can be sold to companies and corporations that essentially in their operations have some form of a carbon or a climate detrimental debt that they are trying to resolve by basically partnering with real world projects to invest into them. So our goal as a company is not just to affect climate change. It is to restore ecology and ecosystem function at a global scale using blockchain technology um, and using our innovative on-chain registry system to allow our projects doing great good in the real world to receive the funding that they need in order to catalyze their projects, working faster, planting more trees, restoring more waterways, et cetera, et cetera. So maybe I'll pause there because um, that's a little, just a little bit about what Regen does. It's a little complicated. Yeah, no, it's very cool. Definitely trying to regenerate the earth, right? Um, can you tell us about um, some of the projects that you've done, maybe uh, some of the successful projects that um, you've uh, been working with? Yeah, so I've been with Team Regen um, almost since the start. Our first major project that we worked to fund um, was funded via a credit sale to Microsoft. And there were um, four paddle operations in the country of Australia that moved from traditional practices, which tend to degrade grasslands ecosystems, to regenerative practices, which restore grasslands ecosystems and sink carbon. So that was sort of our very first attempt to say, how does this all work? Can we find um, an investment partner? Can we find a real world project? Can we develop a scientific methodology that quantifies um, in a way that a real big corporate would um, would buy into. And since then, what we've been concentrating on is building the blockchain technology and the scientific program information for how dozens and dozens of projects can now um, do that work for themselves in various different places across the world. So now we have over 40 scientific methodologies, which are new science for ecological restoration being authored by scientists and project developers on seven continents. We have over 15 million hectares of land that's enrolled in the platform that is being restored through some regenerative or restorative land management practice, anything from agroforestry to um, building soil organic carbon, all kinds of really, really cool ecological use cases. And we are um, this year in 2023 expecting up to um, 2 million carbon credits and biodiversity credits to be issued on our blockchain natively on Regen Network um, to go out into the voluntary carbon market space. So we are trying to improve the carbon market space by making it more transparent, 
We are trying to improve climate science by allowing scientists to be innovative. And more importantly than anything else, we are trying to get funding to real world projects that are restoring land across the globe that desperately need that funding to catalyze their work and do that work faster and create real ecological change in their communities, which is the whole goal of why we at Regen Network are trying to empower communities to restore their own land on their own terms. Very good. Yeah, that was great. (laughs) Um, Can you tell us uh, about um, NCT? What exactly is it? Yeah, so NCT is a product that was created by the Toucan Protocol that Regen Network and Moss and um, the Blockchain Infrastructure Carbon Offsetting Working Group advised around the criteria. But really what it is, is these are carbon credits that came off the Vera registry. It is a segment of all the programs on Vera, but it's specifically the nature-oriented What exactly is Vera? Yeah, so Vera is a traditional web to old school, super bureaucratic carbon credit registry. In the voluntary carbon market, they produce about 90% of all carbon credits in the world. So for a long time, they've been kind of like the only player in the game. Um, And so when Toucan was working to create a bridge from their registry to Polygon originally, um, last year for the launch of Klimadao, um, all they were doing was basically taking the data from Vera's carbon credits and putting those credits digitally onto a blockchain. They weren't creating any new standards. They weren't doing any science. Um, they were just saying any credit created with one of these nature methodologies um, can be put onto the blockchain and then it can be put into this pool called Nature Carbon Ton. So right now, Nature Carbon Ton exists on Polygon. And what Regen Network has been doing with Toucan for the last year is building a bridge from Polygon to Regen Network in order to bring Nature Carbon Ton liquidity into the Cosmos ecosystem with the goal of um, putting it into liquidity pools on the Osmosis decks being sort of the the product endpoint of that, that user journey. Um, and so what we're, what we're trying to do is we're trying to say there's, there are these assets out there. They are nature-based. They are from traditional registries. They've been digitized. Polygon has this liquidity. Celo has this liquidity. Cosmos deserves to have this liquidity so that DApps and NFTs and other really cool product opportunities in the Cosmos ecosystem can go and basically get what is relatively affordable, cheap carbon. So NCT is not a regen network product. We're just helping to bring NCT, which is a two-can product, over into regen network so it can be issued into the Cosmos ecosystem because it's only through our registry that the data about every individual carbon credit can come into the Cosmos ecosystem um, in a way where the data has integrity and where you can retire a carbon credit from an individual project. You can't like do that over Gravity or Evmos or other places because it requires different levels of information. So we're trying to help build this technical throughput between two different communities so that the Cosmos community can have the kinds of opportunities other blockchain ecosystems are having with digital carbon right now. So I'll pause there and see what other questions you get. 
Um, how how does the polygon? Right, I, I can jump in here real quick if you don't mind, yeah. and and I'm gonna just like I, I guess be frank and say that I'm I'm conflicted on this because like NCT is not yours, and I, I think that like there are dozens of criticisms that could be leveled at you know this type of of credit and you know whether or not it it's any good at all. Um, but yeah, it, it is a cheap way of like accessing, you know, the carbon ton. And then there's also like, like what is the price of a, of a credit for a ton of carbon? And anyway, the whole thing's just like, it's, it's such a screwy market. And so I just wanted to say that, yeah, I'm conflicted because I would really like for us to, you know, like advertise our efficiency, you know, like, like we don't use a whole lot of power. We just use a little bit. Um, but but that power that we do use that is dirty, we offset and we offset using high quality, high integrity assets. Um, and I suggest that that might not be NCT. Um, but for this year, I, I think that I, I agree with Sarah in the sense that like we want IBC to have this kind of like basic capability where we ha- where we enable like the liquid trading and bridging of um yeah the the nb uh nct so cool yeah maybe i'll respond to that just you know since you brought it up you know i largely feel the same way and so does team region um the way i would look at it is yeah there's the functionality argument and liquidity argument that exists on other chains and our cosmos ecosystem should have similar access um other than the city forest credits which is another credit standard um, for US-based urban forestry projects that are in region marketplace. This is really the only other form of digital carbon currently on any blockchain that is nature-based. In the world of region network, we only do nature-based projects. We don't do solar, we don't do wind, we don't do anything with tech. It's just straight up ecology um, that's allowed to come onto our blockchain. So right now, this is the best that is available on a blockchain. But the whole point of Regen Network is actually to allow scientific communities to create better standards than the ones that underlie the individual credits that are in NCT. It's the entire reason we've built our blockchain and our registry program and that there are 40 new methodologies. So this is this spring is probably the last spring where NCT is the best that you can get. Starting in March, we start to have new batches of high quality credits from much more scientifically robust standards than underpin NCT. So we're on that edge of wanting Cosmos to have the functionality and liquidity that is necessary um, to be able to have digital carbon in the Cosmos or entertain economy and actually having higher quality assets finally come into the marketplace that really reflect what we're all after. We're all after real-world projects, real-world impact, real quantifiable science that we know is not, you know, full of shit um, or slightly off or anything like that. So it's a good thing that you brought this up, Will, because, you know, I think we're at the edge of a paradigm shift of what does it mean to do good earth science and what does it mean to produce an asset with ecological claims and be sure that they are indeed the highest quality on the planet. And that's really the goal of Regen Network is to make that possible through our native credits production. Um, NCT is an activity we are doing on behalf of the whole community, the Cosmos community and the broader 
digital voluntary climate refi cross-chain community around getting cross-chain liquidity started. Um, so it's, this is sort of one act and a longer play. Um, and, you know, we're partway through that play. We're moving towards the game we really want to have, which is the highest quality assets in the world being issued on Regen Network um, and available to the Cosmos ecosystem. Right. So um, can you also maybe tell us a little bit about how all carbon credits are not created equally? Right. Like there's different levels of quality. Right. And you're striving to have the Regen native tokens to be the highest quality. Yeah, so I'll explain how carbon credits work very briefly. Um, so there's all kinds of carbon credits in the world. There are some from hydropower dams and some from solar fields and some from innovative ag practices like putting sheep in a vineyard to eat the grass instead of running a mower with gasoline through it. There are tree planting uh, credits. There are uh, biodiversity protection and existing forestry protection credits. And all of those different credit types rest on the concept of something called a methodology. Basically, the science instructions for whatever that use case is um, that tell you how to run a project for that use case, how to monitor the um, change or quantify the amount of carbon that particular project is storing or removing. Um, and then all of the credits across the world no matter who produces them, whether it's Vera or Gold Standard or Indigo Ag, these are all different credit standards. All of these require, after you issue a report that says, here's the outcome of my project. Um, they require a neutral third party that comes in and basically completely redoes the analysis and says, yes, you follow the instructions, good job. You can read and check boxes, good job. And then it redoes all the math and says, okay, I've, I've observed that your application of the required formulas to produce your quantified outcome is actually correct. You, you did follow the instructions and you did the math correctly. And it's only when a third party comes in and performs this service that on any registry, including region, that credits are allowed to be produced. But again, this all rests on the quality of different methodologies. There are carbon credits in the world produced for when somebody, you know, switches from regular coal to slightly less dirty coal sources. Um, so it really depends on the types of climate impact that you want to invest into. But the, the carbon market still, even though not perfect, is the most efficient way for companies and consumers and nations to figure out how much carbon um, exists in a you know forest that's still there in order to protect it, and it's still the most efficient way of um, climate finance going directly to projects. Using the blockchain removes a bunch of these intermediaries from that process that take that money out of the hands of the real world projects on the ground, and so that's part of the goal of our software is to disintermediate the market that already exists and make it faster, more efficient. Um, and more cost effective so that more of the projects that we at Regional Network, which are real ecology projects, um, can be produced around the world with better science using more innovative technology like remote sensing, et cetera. Um, and the, the one thing I do want to point out just to make sure folks understand this, Regen token is just the governance token of the Regen Network blockchain, just like everybody else's governance tokens. Any carbon credit or biodiversity credit or water credit on Regen Network is referred to as an eco-credit. 
It's another asset that moves and is produced through the Regen Network blockchain, but is not the same thing as the Regen Network governance token. Just so people don't get those two things confused because it sounds like it's the same thing, but it's actually not. So I'll pause there. Cool, yeah. I also want to take any questions from the audience just about um, Regen. So I guess or, like, that distinction is relevant whenever we consider like, like proposals or what this community might choose to do. And so like the most straightforward of proposals would be, hey, community, let's spend um, however many stars is equivalent to purchase our estimated annual emissions footprint. And there are some like assumptions and some some issues that, you know, might should be discussed um, whenever you, you look at that calculation. Um, and I tried to put some numbers in uh, like the forum discussion and then the discord. And so hopefully there's a link to that and y'all can check it out. Um, but that is like, like the currently anticipated way forward would be a community spin proposal for uh, yeah, like the 3000 tons, if my memory serves, um, that is, is roughly our annual footprint. And then we could choose to... Uh, I guess use that as like protocol owned liquidity for a period of time, which would help, uh, I, I think, kind of help everybody is the idea. Um, and it would also make more sophisticated. Again, it's just like once we can get that liquidity pool up for NCT and the bridge, like a whole lot of different things can happen. And so that is what I understand is like, like what we're contemplating. Do you have anything to add to that, Sarah? Or are there other ways of going about it? Yeah, there's a. There's a bunch of different ways of going about this, and this is part of what makes this game fun. Um, so Osmosis and Regen are putting up the liquidity for the NCT region and Osmo region pools. We have proposals through governance. We are basically, we're throwing up the liquidity together. So the pools are going to go live, um, and the bridge is going to function. So you can move the carbon between Cosmos ecosystem and Polygon ecosystem and technically arbitrage. Um, Communities that are wanting to offset, you really have, you have two avenues that you can technically take. Um, you know, you can choose first and foremost between NCT, which will be in the osmosis pool. And if you want to buy some of the higher priced American forestry credits, the city forest credits, you can just go to Regen Marketplace and buy them. But they're a lot more expensive. They're like 40 bucks a credit versus, you know, two to four bucks a credit for NCT. So maybe not the most cost-effective choice in market conditions. But the other option is, you know, if, you, if your community wants to hop in the pool and be a liquidity provider, you can earn rewards and then put those back into your community pool. And let's say that you have a bunch of NFT collections that somehow want to use carbon, you know, your community can kind of go in and get some of that liquidity and, and hold it for the stars community and start to use it in your applications. Um, so it just kind of depends on what y'all want to do. The other option that we're offering up very publicly, offering this up, and you can hold me to this, um, is that we know that right now everybody is super worried about the value of your native tokens here in the Cosmos ecosystem in the bear market. So the other option we are offering up um, as region network development, we're the, the dev company that builds region network, the blockchain. We are offering up the option for your community to skip the pool if you're worried about selling your stars and to basically give your stars to us and we'll give you the NCT 
um, on the back end, kind of do more of like a OTC transaction type of style. And then um, we'll commit to holding your stars in our treasury and not selling them. Because we want people to get to the ability to afford um, to offset your carbon um, and not have to tank your own native token price. That's really the big pushback that's been happening with other proposals is people are it's not that they don't believe in climate change. It's not that they don't think that the carbon market's real. It's not that they aren't down for carbon liquidity in the Cosmos ecosystem. People are actually excited. It's just that people are trying to protect their native token. Um, so I want to just offer that up here as an alternate um, that is available um, for the different pathways that the community could execute the transaction, um, depending on just what makes the most sense to you all, really. So I'll pause there, see what questions you got. Yeah, guys, if there's any questions about carbon well, credits I, I'd have or a question, I guess, in general. community, and that is like, Can I? Uh, well, I mean, are we in favor? And if so, then let's just, you know, submit a proposal and go. Um, but yeah, like if there are qualms, if there are concerns, what are they? And yeah, is it that negative price action if we sell a bunch of stars? Um, or, I mean, is it like, you know, climate denial? And I, just, I think it would be good to kind of, I don't know. I just I, I don't know. Like, like, what is the community concerned about, if not um, in favor of the, the carbon neutrality? Because, again, just to me, it's like fundamental. Like, we have to clean up our own mess if we're uh, trying to offer solutions to other people. I think we have sunny side here up with a question. I, I got roped in a in a call. And so I'm going to have to leave in just a few minutes. But thank you for having me. And. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah, thanks for your time, Will. I'll hold it down on on behalf of your proposal. Happy to stay here. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. so the main question I have, and I haven't fully looked into um, essentially the calculations, but like I looked at all of the safety margins that are built into every part of the equation, and then these end up getting multiplied together. So it's exponentially raising the cost of essentially the total proposal instead of like literally adding it up it's in three multiplicative parts um so i guess my biggest criticism right now would just kind of be i i feel like that should be toned down to something that is more realistic um that would be my only thing otherwise i'm in support of it but i think uh, White Marlin had mentioned it's taking like the worst case scenario currently in every part of the equation, which is probably overshooting the total by a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, so wait, here, let me just explain some of the background here, well, because I helped with the how the heck the people do the math part originally. So, I mean, the journey that we started this on was that there were a bunch of validators, and they were like, "How the heck do we?" figure out our own footprint, we want to be carbon neutral. So um, one of the Regen Network co-founders that's like this super nerd that lives in the forest, he's like a math dork. Um, he built this very fancy proof of stake calculator, which looks at all of the different infrastructure that goes into a validator operation. So, you know, what machines are you using for computing power, offices, travel, are you using um, third-party servers? Do you have your machines at home? Um, what part of the world are you in? What types of energy sources are you using? Um, and then validators literally took that calculator, which um, 
I'll maybe see if I can maybe share in you guys' Discord the original report in your discussion panel right now. I just dropped it in there, um, the link to the original Super Dorky report. Um, the bunch of validators basically filled out real-world data. And so we use that first to say, okay, these are the information that we have from region network validators. How do we figure out what the, you know, the footprint of region networks uh, like chain actually is? Um, so what we did is we basically looked at this. It wasn't a very big data set. It was two, four, six, eight, nine validators. Um, I think we have 75 that completed it. And we looked and we said, you know, what is their carbon footprint? Are they a large validator, medium validator, small validator? What's their network delegation percent? How can we derive a mathematical basis for um, figuring out the chain responsibly? So we basically used that as a way of then categorizing how many validators we had in the large, medium, and small category based on um, network delegation percent. And we basically then took the averages for those categories and said, okay, this total of you know 12 large validators times 25 tons of carbon per year is 300 tons of carbon for our large validator um, portion of our 75 validators and came up with our own um, analysis. Then we went back to the, the validators that were contributing, because there were about 30 some validators that were contributing to this analysis, like pulling data, working on the report, et cetera. And we said, how do you guys want us to put forth this program out to the broader community? And they felt like if validators weren't filling out the real world calculation um, for themselves on different chains, that the conservative way to approach this was to take the number of validators and multiply it by the largest footprint reported by any validator, which this is public information. The largest validator was Chorus 1. And we know Chorus 1 is very large. Um, so, I mean, the Stargates community could basically look at our parallel proposal, look at based on um, the network delegation percent category ranges that we have. Um, you know, and I could like work with someone to look at the delegation percent by validator in your community and try to form a more articulate estimate of, you know, how many validators are in each of these um, size ranges, multiplying it by that. Um, the average real world footprint that we, we had recorded from validators and extrapolate something that is a little bit more accurate. Or your community can just say that sounds like a lot of work and taking the number of validators times the 25 tons per year, which is the largest validator um, footprint real world reported, is just going to be easier for us to use as our carbon footprint. So the whole point of us like in the Cosmos Zero campaign materials that we put together, you know, we included this section about calculating a validator carbon footprint, um, which leads you to this original analysis so that if communities wanted to vote to adopt a different way to quantify their carbon footprint, they have the information and the process by which they could do so. But if your community doesn't sort of like do that analysis, um, the validators wanted it to default to the the largest footprint to make sure nobody was greenwashing. So maybe I'll go yeah. there and see just like, what do you think, Sunny? Because there's just a lot of ways to, to go about this, honestly. 
Uh, first off, I want to, I guess uh, we'll go through, run through some numbers real quick. Um, this is um, assuming um, there, so we have 130 active validators. Um, I believe the quote is based off of all of the current validators, even the active set, which is 177. Uh, that's at 25 tons per validator. Um, and if it was 100% NCT at $4, that would be 17,700. If it was 80% NCT at $4 and 20% city forest credits, um, the higher quality credits, that's about 50,000. Um, and then the margin, the safety margin is uh, about 26,000 for all NCT and about 75,000 for the 80-20 split. So um, th those, those are kind of what we're looking at here for carbon offsets for Stargaze right now. So anywhere from the low end of 17.7 to the high end of about 75,000. Okay. Uh, no, so perfect. I was following along the entire time that you were describing that process. Um, right off the bat, what I would say is, um, and this is in no particular order, I'll get to the part that matters. Um, like Juno, it was a hot discussion over there, but Juno's also had a lot of funding issues. Here, I think most people would support it as long as it makes sense. Um, what my initial take is, is based off of uh, the description. To change that average carbon uh, output per validator would be a very quick calculation. Uh, should take less than 30 minutes. I could even run it. Um, and that would probably drop the costs uh, required by about probably close to 80%, if not more, and still have that safety margin uh, built into every other calculation. And then you could see a larger appetite or chance of success where people might be more interested in going into the liquidity pools or the higher quality um, carbon footprints. Because essentially you can buy more with less um, if you change that calculation from 25 tons to based on the average per validator in the set um, for energy consumption. Sorry, I was reading something while I was saying that. Yeah, I think that's an option. I mean, we could, I could help you do the math of, you know, there's a couple of other layers here. I just shared in your Discord channel, there's this like um, page in the Cosmos Zero governance proposal called Cosmos Zero in a Bear Market. So, you know, you all are looking at a 12 month time period because you did 2022. So, so that part's pretty straightforward. You have the choices between, you know, NCT and City Forest credits and, and any proportion that you want because um, they're just the two assets available. And then the third piece here is um, some communities are only doing their active validator set. Some communities are doing active and inactive um, because there's an assumption that inactive is probably still running its computer. Um, so those are kind of the three lever points. In the method that we did to get our like estimate at region network, um, the most like intelligent and accurate way, and, and I know this because I actually did the statistical analysis, like the actual R programming for it, um, is to look at like this method two example and to look at the basis of, I'm just trying to literally find it here. Um, 
based on a percent delegation of your network, the every validator is going to fit into the large, medium, or small category, and they have like a footprint number associated with, you know, whatever category they end up in, and then sort of just doing that really basic multiplication. You can probably stand by that number because underlying it is really our real world comparative data um, that we actually took, you know, from the real world. And we also have the, um, we did like another example in here of, of Ixo when we first did this of like, what would theirs be, you know, if we applied the same basis? So this isn't hard math to do necessarily. Um, and if you think it would like make it more palatable for your, community to consider the cost at this point in time period, I think we should offer up, um, you know, the worst case scenario method and then this like validator percent delegation scale method and maybe adding like a, a poll to your, um, your discord or a poll to the discussion in Commonwealth to let people kind of know there's these different options would at least give there to be like some public feedback loop about which method you want to apply at the moment because it's really up to your community you know there's options of different ways to calculate this depending on what data you have um one's just a default easy way the collecting you know from every every validator's footprint in the calculator is the very very hard way and the method two is kind of the middle ground um way to do it it really is up to y'all as to which method you want to implement in the stargates community um and what feels good to you Perfect. Gotcha. Yeah. And I just kind of look through to like out of the 177 or so validators we have, we have five that are considered large where that 25 ton would apply. And then it drops down drastically after that. So not only from just the point of getting a proposal passed, but the other ideas in the proposal, such as doing like the liquidity pool stuff, I think it's a much easier sell on that end because now there's kind of like, okay, well, the actual amount that we would need for the carbon uh, footprint is probably, you know, close to 80% less than the current calculation presented. So now you can still essentially put extra funding to that other topic and still be under the total cost of the original proposal while providing more to other aspects of the proposal that before would have only been done with the bare minimum. Yeah, I think it's totally up to your community as to how, what you feel most comfortable with approaching this. The one thing I will say about the carbon liquidity, and this is just like kind of market knowledge, is right now there's only so many NCTs on any blockchain anywhere. And given that they're right now, at least there's a limited supply, most likely the prices you know, going to go up as the supply becomes more limited. So if your community knows that you want to use tokenized carbon for other things, it may be worth sort of circling your wagons and figuring out what that, what that looks like to you beyond just the amount that is associated with the Stargate's footprint. Um, because owning some of that liquidity, either at the core team for development purposes or just, you know, shared liquidity ownership across your community um, could have a lot of value later. It could have an upside just depending on how the market goes. The other thing that I do think is like just cool and worth mentioning to folks in the Stargaze that, it, that is sort of like loosely mentioned in this proposal. Um, one, we are planning on doing like a proof of retirement Cosmos Zero um, 
limited collection issued to the protocols and validators that do get kind of through the quest um, after everybody retires. Um, so we are actually going to use Stargaze to issue some of the, the proof of retirement and do a little art thing there. Um, and we are actually legitimately like excited and serious about this. Earth Day NFT collab um, of just like finding nature artists and, you know, maybe mixing in that particular, you know, collection that could be created around Earth Day, you know, maybe mixing some NCT into there. So they're kind of like carrying some carbon. There's some like really cool creative stuff that I think Regen and the Stargaze community could start exploring because, you know, I think from the perspective of Regen, we do like very serious carbon markets technology, but we're also kind of like weird artists and other cool things um, that, you know, our community wants to do artistic things and self-expressive things that they can't do on our platform that, you know, if we can start creating some cool use cases of, you know, eco-creativity together, um, it's just another way that like some of our users would probably be driven towards the the Stargaze platform as, as artists and creators themselves too. Yeah, and from my standpoint, again, I, you know, I, I'm a, I'm totally good with, um, like the concept and everything. I just think the the wording too, as long as the like original calculation is brought back down, I think you can ask more for more on the back end of it. I think right now the biggest issue that people will have is the way that that calculation is being done. Um, I think if you remove that, you're gonna it removes like a lot of the negative comments, but I might also be the wrong guy to ask. I just put up a proposal not too long ago and I'm still working through that. So <laughs> I might have a bad take on it. I mean, does the uh, anybody in the audience here have any like other points of feedback or just like personal opinions about the best way to approach this? I think the, the goal here is to see what people think. Um, and try to find a way to approach this that's going to like fit market conditions and make people feel good and make people feel good with the math and all the rest of it. Yeah, how do people feel that Stargaze should handle its um, its carbon footprint, if at all? Yeah, I know there's been um, definitely some critical feedback recently, but we're open to hear what everyone has to say. Um, I do think that offsetting our carbon footprint is beneficial for us as an nft app chain it's one thing that artists really you know uh, they look at creators they they're very environmentally conscious and many of them had a very negative view of ethereum because of how much power it consumed um and many of them went to other uh, you know, lighter carbon chains like Tezos. And we've always been able to claim that we were carbon carbon zero um, ever since the last proposal. So that uh, that obviously helps us in evangelizing Stargaze as well. So that's that's a soft benefit there. Any uh, any questions from the audience? Anyone curious about how carbon credits work or NCT? Um, what about the the liquidity pools, um, Sarah? Yeah, um, I, I know you touched down on that a little bit, but maybe can you walk us through the process or the flow of what's that looking looking like? As soon as a proposal passes, the um, the funds go into I would assume a multi sig, right? And the multi sig takes care of all the liquidity provision. That's how most of the proposals have been written. Um, you can see the the gravity one and the region network one that passed to just see how people are framing up the multi-sig conversation. Um, timeline wise in the next couple weeks, the 
bridge will be live. It's being tested right now by Squad Regen um, for the bringing of NCT into Cosmos. And we're simultaneously doing the final like pool launch planning with Osmosis around, you know, just how much liquidity goes where and getting the pools stood up. And then there's one more kind of proposal once the pools are live to turn on the rewards, which is very typical. And and then it'll be all systems go. So I would recommend, you know, it's my recommendation that most protocols that are, you know, taking this seriously consider trying to get through the discussion and the voting steps um, in the next two-ish weeks so that you're ready to go when the pools go live. You know, obviously those rewards are higher at the beginning. Um, price for carbon will be um, higher when the demand is lower in those pools, potentially. So there's just an opportunity to to get in there at the beginning of it all. But we'll be making um, announcements about where and when the pools go live. I mean, we know where, but when. Um, there'll be a, a blog on osmosis um, that explains all the details. There will be um, some discussions on the osmosis community um, meetings as well. We're going to update. We have this awesome Telegram group for Cosmos Zero, so we'll make announcements there. And then the guide that we have in Notion for the whole campaign, um, we will update with a section about, you know, how do you use the pools? How do you buy your carbon? How do you retire your carbon? All the guides get populated into there. Um, so I'm hoping it'll be very obvious when the pools are going live because Osmosis will announce it, we'll announce it. We're going to be on lots of podcasts, et cetera. So, but we're going to try to make the resources available on the NCT webpage on Retail Network, as well as in the Costa Zero Guide, as well as in the Telegram. Um, and for any community that um, the proposal passes, we'll be sure to make a announcement with the information about the pools in your discords because you've chosen to join the quest. So you should get the information before other people do in the public. So happy to answer other questions or offer more details if I can there. Thank you very much, Sarah. Yeah. Let's see, let's uh, see if we've got uh, any, any questions from the audience about the current proposal or how these carbon credits work. I think I got all my questions answered. Thanks, Sunnyside. Um, all right. Well, I think, I think if we don't have any questions, we can go ahead and wrap up right now. Um, thank you very much, Sarah, for coming out and uh, Will as well. And we can continue the discussion on Discord and the forum uh, proposals as well as on Commonwealth. Uh, and we'll see how it goes. Thanks again. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good luck, y'all, making your decision to each their own uh, choices here. So yeah. always fun. And, uh, <laughs> and you can always reach out to Sarah. Um, she, she's very knowledgeable about everything carbon related. All right. Thanks, guys. Y'all have a good one. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Stargaze Offset 2023 space discussing carbon and climate and Cosmos Zero. Recorded on Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now with Spark IDC enabled. Thank <laughs> you.
I'm sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often ate the shrooms Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handed reports in The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch Dope shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of peck of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner finger, licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two, show me what that thing could do Two plus two, show me what that thing could do Two plus two, show me what that thing could do Two plus two